Hello, friends. Welcome back to Love Wrestling. Spencer Love here talking with another of the latest and greatest professional wrestlers on the planet. Jasmine Allure joining me. And I was going to kick this off by saying, like, you may have seen her here, here, and here. But, like, at this point, Jasmine, it's almost easier to say where you haven't been at this point. right? <laughs> but we'll get there. How are you doing? And thanks for the time today. I'm great. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Hey, the thanks is all mine. It's pretty cool. Like I said, you've been pretty well everywhere over the last little bit, whether it's wrestling Camille, whether it's wrestling Thunder Rosa, Marina Shafir, Lacey Evans, everyone in between. But I do want to start with the latest, especially on the fact that like not only for appearing for SmackDown, wrestling on SmackDown, but you did an interview with Denise Salcedo where you mentioned like you literally used to attend SmackDown shows as a kid. So how cool was it for you getting to getting to perform on a show that like literally inspired your love of wrestling? It was pretty surreal. Um, I know like my first time there when I did main event, I was like super nervous. But this time around, I was kind of like enjoying it more because mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like this is like the second time. And it's like on SmackDown. I used to watch this growing up and I admire like Lacey. Um, not so much now, but I admired <laughs> her. <laughs> and so it was just like super surreal. Like even now, like I still pinch myself and I'm like, I just did that. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, and it's a bit of an odd way to put it, but like, are you used to this sort of stuff by this point? Again, you've appeared on television for Women of Wrestling and AEW. And again, with SmackDown appearances lately as well, too. Like, are you starting to feel more comfortable? Is it still a little bit surreal to you that like you're appearing on national television this relatively early into your career? I do feel like I'm a little bit more comfortable, but it's still like, like you said, I, I'm on TV, I'm wrestling these like superstars, like, it still gets to me and I get like emotional, like after my match, I'm pretty sure like, after both of my matches with WWE, I have cried, like, happy tears. <laughs> I was gonna say as long as there's the asterisk for happy tears, right? You were talking to Denise as well about a bit of an experience you had with Becky Lynch as well, too. Maybe can you take me a little bit into that? Um, yeah, that was after my match with Tamina on main event. Because um, before I started like training, I had sent Becky like a DM on Instagram. She never saw it, of course, but <laughs> it was kind of like this long paragraph about like how she's inspired me. And at the end, it says like one day I'll wrestle for WWE. So when she was like backstage and she came over and she was like, you guys did great. And I was just like crying, like bawling, because I was like, this is like a full circle moment, you know? Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Obviously, you mentioned her, but the mentors you've been able to have through your career, whether you're looking at Thunder Rosa or Jazz or AJ Lee, like it's pretty insane to you. How cool is it to be learning from not just great professional wrestlers, but like some of the greatest minds in the business? You look at what they're doing backstage and training and everything outside of just pro wrestling, you know? Yeah, it's amazing. I'm truly like grateful that I've been in like these positions and been able to meet these people because like Jazz, like a legend yeah. who knows like so much about the business. Thunder Rosa, who's like currently like out there in AEW and AJ, obviously, who has like so much experience and to learn from a woman is different to learn than to learn from a man. So like mm -hmm. it just it's super like I'm so grateful that I've gotten these opportunities and they've been so great with me and so helpful so i can't say anything bad about any of them 
Was that something you were looking for when you were looking to get into professional wrestling? I think it was AAPW you said you started training at, but was it a conscious decision? I want to train there. Or was it maybe the most convenient school around you? Or what was the process like when you first decided, yes, I want to be a pro wrestler? Honestly, so I was in Mexico and my dad had took me to like a wrestling show there. And when I came back home, I was like, I really want to do this. Like, this is what I want to do. And I looked up the first wrestling school in Austin, Texas. And that was AAPW. And so I like signed up immediately. Like I went there. I was like, how much is it going to be? I used my scholarship money that I had for college. I was like, here it is. And I want to we'll cut this part out possible. when we send the interview to your parents. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like um, that, it happened so fast. And honestly, like the whole Thunder Rosa meeting jazz and AJ, it's kind of just come to me. Like I've never been like, Oh, like jazz has a school. Like, let me go here. Like, I didn't know any of that. Like, I met Jazz at AAPW. And mm. through Jazz, I met, you know, Thunder Rosa. And everything just kind of, like, came together. And I'm a pretty, like, that thing's slow kind of person. Like, whatever happens, happens. So I'm pretty blessed that everything's happened like that. So you lucked into a lot of really great what happens, happens. Hey, but I want to tie it back real quick because you mentioned going to shows with your parents and going to shows with your dad. Have they had the chance to see you perform live yet? No, they haven't. Like not in person. They've seen like, you know, videos or like live streams, but not in person because they're like in Mexico and I've only wrestled in the U.S. I have yet to wrestle. They have seen me train in Mexico, though, and they're kind of like they like it. But, like, they're still kind of scared. Like, they'll see me take, like, this, like, very big bump. And they're like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And that was going to lead in, obviously. If you haven't had the chance to wrestle in Mexico yet, that's got to be a dream destination for you, right? You've talked about wanting to wrestle for CMLL, going to shows. Any real specific goals as far as that goes, though? Oh, yeah, for sure, Mexico. Um, CMLL is, like, that the top of my list because that was the show I went to that my dad took me and I was like, yeah, this is why, this is what I want to do. And it was an environment in CMLL, like the arena. And then it was like 10 of my family members. So that's, that was really like inspiring to see like my whole family there enjoying it. And then the arena, the environment, it was such an inspiring moment. Very cool. Now we talked about south of the border of the United States, but uh, when I'm doing my prep for all of this, of course, I'm reaching out to people. And uh, the one quote I got from Gigi Ray is that you're her honorary Canadian. Maybe walk me through it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I I just love Canada, like the landscapes. Uh, When I was like 14, this is why she, she calls me that. I was like, I told Gigi, like, on a car ride, I was like, Gigi, like, I wanted to be Canadian when I was 14. Like, I wanted to be Canadian <laughs> so, so bad. I learned the national anthem. I was like, I, yeah, it was like, it, it was because I used to watch soccer a lot. Oh, okay, and, that um, makes sense. Canadian women's um, soccer team, they're very inspiring. They're, they're like the, they won gold in the last Olympics. Yeah. So their progress has been very inspiring for me because I used to play soccer. So I think that's why it was. And then, like, I don't know. I just thought I was going to live there. I was like, yeah, when I turn 18, (laughs) I'm going to Canada. That's where I'm going to live. That's my destiny. (laughs) So it was just a 14-year-old dream of mine. I mean, I would still love to live in Canada. And I would still love to, like, hopefully wrestle out there someday. Some people want to be an astronaut. Some people want to be a Canadian. I I can't say I can begrudge you on that. (laughs) 
I do have to ask though, and just specifically a little bit about Gigi Ray herself, because that was one of the first matches that really drew me to you when I interviewed her again, doing some background, doing some background. And I got the real crash course on Jasmine Allura, but maybe take me through the match. And again, a little bit on Gigi herself. Uh, the match or just like her? A little of both. <laughs> I love Gigi. She's, she's, still, she's so nice. Like um, whenever they say, you know, Canadians are like super nice. She's like the definition of nice. Like, <laughs> But um, in the ring, she's also very creative. Um, I've gotten to wrestle her twice. Once in a singles, which was really fun. And the other one was a triple threat, which was all, also fun with Ellie. But I would love to wrestle her again. Like she, we have this like good chemistry. So I'm down. Well, and hopefully sooner or later for women of wrestling, it's very cool to me that you're such a big part of the promotion. They're so wildly different than anything else you're seeing on TV. And I, I just love it for lack of a freaking bigger word I can put on it. What really drew you to them? Was it AJ? Was it just the fact that you're really part of, of not a rebranding, not a relaunching, but a, an evolving promotion, I guess is the best way to put it. What made you want to sign there? Uh, when I heard they were coming back and I heard AJ was a part of it, I was like, wow, like this is going to be really good. Mm -hmm. I at first was kind of like, oh, my God, like they're very like character and like gimmicky and all that stuff. And I'm kind of not I'm more of like a wrestler wrestler. Mm -hmm. But um, when AJ contacted me, um, she was like, I think you'd be great for this. Um, I was like, I can't say no to her, you know? And also, I, women of wrestling, like, I would watch that as well. You know, yeah. these women kicking ass, like, they're so inspiring as well. And the locker room, like, once I got there, everyone was so nice. There's, like, no drama. And it's, like, 40, like, I think 40 girls plus. Holy and cow. for, like, yeah, for that to be as great as it is, it's insane. Like, it's, it's pretty awesome. Like, we're all so supportive and, like it's really great so yeah. the fact that aj brought me in and like getting to meet like david mclean who owns it it's a pretty great opportunity what's maybe the relationship like with aj because we talked earlier again about thunder rosa and jazz and how they've really been mentors to you is it the same sort of thing on her end is she maybe a little bit more uninvolved or what's i guess the relationship with her so um with jazz and um and thunder they trained me like yeah. they like physically family uh aj's more like uh my mother my godmother i call her uh she get, like my godmother because she made my dream come true like she gave me the first contract you know she brought me to wow um but she's like a mother to me she's always like uh she be, she tells me like and when she sees me training she's like wear your elbow pads wear your elbow pads you don't want to have bad <laughs> elbows like me and the first like training she saw me my elbow started bleeding from the mat like the mat burn and she's yeah. like, what did I tell you? Well, you wear your elbow. <laughs> like, she's just like a mother. So, and she gives great advice. Like, when we're at WOW, she watches my matches. And afterwards, she'll give me, like, critiques and stuff like that. You mentioned there earlier, too, that WOW is a very character-based promotion. And not that you're not a character outside of it, but you're a very different professional wrestler and, and than you are in the WOW ring. Did you have to adjust to that a lot? What has the adjustment been like? Or was it just, you know, I'm top tier, so I can fucking do this? <laughs> a little bit of both. I'm top tier, so I had confidence in myself, of course. And it was also like I'm down for a new challenge, you know. I'm always down to improve, always down to like better myself gen z jennifer flores did you have any input into the name did you come up with it were you sort of handed <laughs> it or or what happened there 
me and AJ talked a little bit about the name. So there was. Then it got to a point where I was like, just give me a name. Because I think the day of the show, <laughs> I didn't have a name. And I was about to like wrestle and they were like, okay, uh, we have like options. I'm like, just give me a name. I just want to know what I'm coming out with. Just get me on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Very cool. Is there any maybe specific advice that they've given you or well given you or anything you've learned there that you've been able to apply on uh, the independent scene or on your other television appearances? Um, pretty much a, like character work, slowing down. I'm a pretty fast wrestler, which is pretty good. But, you know, it's always nice to like slow down and actually take the moments in um, pretty much that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always heard and again i've never wrestled before in my life but one of the pieces i've always heard is like when you think you're going slow slow down more it sounds like that applies a little bit yes and i'm like always like and so like that definitely helps very cool now i do have to go back to thunder as well too because your appearance on AEW dynamite you wrestle thunder rosa how cool was that for you and how much easier did it maybe make things getting in the ring with your trainer and somebody who knows what you're all about and obviously really wants to help push you to the moon no it, she's great i wrestled her twice so um on dark which is my very first match ever there and then dynamite which was kind of a, a bizarre moment because uh, my top was gonna come off so like i was about to flash it was live tv <laughs> live crowd and my like right before i was preloaded so right before mm -hmm. she came out um aubrey it's like oh we're about to come back from commercial in like five seconds and i just feel my top like the button just unbutton and i'm just like trying struggling to put you it back the and come across the moment face. thunder rosa well see the moment thunder rosa song came on and we were on live i stopped i was like whatever happens happens i trust god and this is what we're gonna do and the match was pretty short it was like I want to say like three minutes squash match, but it was like three minutes of like me being terrified that this top is going to come off. And backstage, the producers were like, oh, my God, her top, her top. So like the angles they got, like you couldn't see my face because it was about to come off. It was like hanging on to like the last button. <laughs> just and a sigh of Aubrey relief coming back saying, through the curtain, hey? <laughs> Aubrey was just like, hold your boobs, hold your boobs. So that's that was that my debut on national television. I almost flashed everyone. <laughs> I, I'm assuming a little bit here, but I'd have to guess that that's one of those times you're really glad you've got a female referee in there because again, I, I ain't ever done anything but ring announce, but I'd have to assume that I wouldn't be noticing something like that. <laughs> yeah. And no, I was, it was great that she was there, but I, if I would have flashed everyone, I wouldn't have mattered. I'm just like, everybody would have seen me. It's all about getting over or something like that. I don't know. Bad advice is bad advice. <laughs> what do you think? And it's, it's always a bit awkward to ask this question because it's always awkward to like put yourself over for lack of a better way to put it. But again, you're really three years into your career. It's relatively early in the grand scheme of things as far as pro wrestling goes. What do you think has really allowed you to earn these opportunities so early in your time in, in pro wrestling? I can't really say there's like because I, I don't even know I'm still like trying I still <laughs> I still have this like feeling where I like I'm not doing enough still like I want to do more I know Thunder Rosa was very uh, which is something like a good advice she gave me was like be marketable 
So, like, my social medias, I try to, like, post a lot, like, on every single one, which is, like, Twitter. I'm really bad at Twitter, but, like, Instagram, TikTok, like, I just try to be marketable and post. And I think that's how I've gotten bookings. Most of my bookings have come from, like, Instagram or Twitter because oh, cool. of, like, my content. Mm-hmm. So I think that's helped a lot. Um, also, like, I just keep training. I remember, like, during COVID, when everyone was, like, on a hiatus, like, they took their little break that's when I like kicked it even more. Like I like would do cardio outside, like hardcore. And then like, right when the gym opened up, the school um, training center opened back up, I was like there again, like working out training because I did debut in January, 2020 had like three matches, COVID hit. And then by December I was on a day dark. So like that whole period, I was just training. Yeah. Talk about doubling down on yourself. Hey, that's awesome. Congratulations on all the success because you've obviously worked your ass off for it. It's a very cliche question to close out an interview, but having accomplished so much in your relatively short time so far, what are maybe some goals, whether it's through 2023 or in your career as a professional wrestler? I would love to go to Canada and and wrestle and train. And then I would Japan, Mexico. I want to go everywhere. Australia, um, Japan is definitely like what like the big goal too. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like get out of the U.S. this year is one of my main goals. It's kind of hard because I am in school full time, but I think I can make it work. What are you in school for, if you don't mind me asking? I'm in school for public relations. Okay, so you talk about top tier social media, getting yourself out there and being marketable. You're friggin' training there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just got my associates in business administration so now i'm like tra- going into public relations which helped both help tremendously in this business see in the long run of things that scholarship money may have gone the wrong place but it still paid off in the long run <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> there we go now we can loop it back and that's we can send the full thing to the parents now at this point jasmine thank you so much this has been an absolute blast and let me tell you if you're up in canada here sooner rather than later i hope to god i'm there because you're a heck of a professional wrestler and this was a heck of a time so thank you very very much thank you so much for having me of course if people want to find you online wrestling in the near future anything in between how can they find top tier jasmine allure Super easy. Every social media handle is Jasmine Allure. J-A-Z-M-I-N-A-L-L-U-R-E. Beautiful friends. Those will all be in the links below, as well as links to all of our content we've got here on Love Wrestling. Make sure you're giving us a follow wherever podcasts are played, videos are viewed, awesome wrestling shows take place featuring awesome individuals, and thankfully, interviews with some of the best of the best in professional wrestling, including my guest today, Jasmine Allure. Jasmine, Can't wait to have you back on, friend, and can't wait to have you above the 49th parallel. Thank you, friends, for tuning in. We'll talk to you on the next one.